Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. Today, we've got a good one for you. But before we get into it, just a quick word from our sponsors, Dudex. So Dudex is a new cryptocurrency derivatives trading platform that aims to provide a fair and professional experience for its users. With third-party market makers and no exchange token or internal trading desks, Dudex creates transparency and puts the customers first. A couple of the features on Dudex include 100x leverage trading, perpetual swaps without expiry date and daily settlement, 100,000 TPS per contract, and most importantly, no KYC. That's right, every crypto trader's favorite words, no KYC. Sign up with the link in the description below to start trading today and receive up to $100 in free Bitcoin when you make your first deposit. Happy trading, guys. All right, now let's get to the episode. Uh, today's a special episode. It's episode 50 of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. It's pretty crazy to me. I really didn't think I'd make it here when I first started this. I almost gave up at one point. Uh, but here we are, episode 5-0, just chugging along. Guests are getting better, quality's getting better. I'm really excited where things are headed. Um, and today we've got a great one for you. I've got another member of that trading group, PDF. You've probably heard me talking about them on Twitter. Uh, and today we've got Coinpocalypse. He specializes in algorithmic trading. Um, and he also has a site called Alpha Algo, where you can get access to some of the algorithms that he's created um, and use them to trade. And then there's a bunch of other people who also contribute to the site as well. Uh, so let's jump into it. So Coinpocalypse, I just want to say thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been trying to get, you know, most of the PDF guys on. I've got a couple more scheduled. Um, I think mm -hmm. Bit Dealer and Cuban have also agreed to come on. Uh, so I just really want to thank you for coming on. Now, yeah, my pleasure, man. Again, yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, and before we really get into things and get into your trading style and what I really want to talk about, do you think you could just give us a rundown on who you are, what you were doing before you found cryptocurrencies? And then if you can, because I know mm -hmm. some traders, they just trade, but are you solely a trader or are you an investor as well? Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I used to be in uh, IT. I did sales and consultancy for uh, uh, cloud companies. Um, and before that, I actually sold uh, copiers, uh, you know, the big office, uh, big offense ones. Um, but, you know, I never really grounded there. Always a lot of uh, friction with uh, management and board. Uh, and eventually I started my own business in uh, IT project management, uh, which was in uh, 2017. And uh, around that time, I also got into contact with uh, crypto. Uh, I already heard about Bitcoin, uh, you know, several times, but had this idea that I was uh, already too late. Um, and, uh, you know, me and a bunch of friends, we actually just bought some, uh, some alts. Uh, we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, just, uh, you know, reading on uh, Twitter what everybody was buying. Uh, and at the end of the year, uh, everybody... Uh, you know, struck it big, and uh, most of us uh, held down uh, to the bottom. Uh, so that uh, that really changed my perspective on trading and investing, because what I actually was doing, I, you know, we were just gambling. Uh, 
even if you go back to my uh, account on uh, TradingView, you'll see some uh, ideas I posted on uh, around May 2018. You know, I was still busy doing uh, Ichimoku, uh, <laughs> thinking that that was uh, the way to go. But um, yeah, I, I think everybody has had these uh, times that they don't know what they're doing. They're trying to find a way that works for them. Um, and, you know, crypto Twitter itself is... Uh, pretty much horrible for everybody who starts trading <laughs> yeah it's a it's a bit of a mess to be honest with you mm -hmm. there's just you know every single different opinion possible most of them yeah. wrong um yeah and all very sure of themselves oh extremely you know everyone's yeah. uh, got a 90 to 100 percent strike rate and they're always right and everyone else is always <laughs> wrong um, yeah, exactly. But okay. So I, I actually, uh, I actually was in a crypto rants paid group in uh, oh, January man. of 2000, <laughs> 2018. Oh God, <laughs> I, it was a horrible month. You know, honestly, <laughs> I, I appreciate that you are willing to own your mistakes, and you talk about oh, yeah, sure. holding alts down, being in a rants group. This is stuff that's laughable now, and I, I think most people wouldn't admit that kind of stuff. But you're here, you're talking about it, you're saying yes, I made yeah. those mistakes and i've moved on um so i i, I really i think that i really think there's only a, maybe a few traders that did everything right from the get-go but you know you have to make your own mistakes just like you know just like life and uh, uh it's important to come to uh to uh you know to a level where you understand that you really have to do it yourself completely agree um and yeah there are those outliers of course but I think for most, there's, you know, it's pretty steep learning curve and you really have to get in there, get your hands dirty, make mistakes, and eventually you can learn from those mistakes. Um, mm -hmm. But okay, so I, I appreciate you kind of giving us the rundown of your background. Um, you talked about sales and then you said, nah, that's not for me. I'm going to start my own business, which I very much appreciate. You know, this show is called the Crypto Entrepreneurs yeah. Podcast. I love talking with different entrepreneurs. Um, and then you talked about your kind of transition into trading. First, it was just buying coins, holding them, mm -hmm. using, you know, just terrible, tra terrible trading techniques. And over the course of time, you've kind of developed your own trading strategy. Um, before we kind of get into that, do you still hold any Bitcoin for the long term? Are you a long term investor in Bitcoin? Um if I'm holding anything, it's Bitcoin. Okay, there uh, we go. There, yeah, there, there's only one bag of alts I'm still holding because it's underwater. <laughs> and I think I, I think it's going to pump sometime. Uh, that's Nizo. I, uh, I bought that on kind of an impulse. You know, I still have uh, some bad habits that are hard to kick. <laughs> but uh, that's the only one. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, a lot of the, the boys on Twitter shilling Nizo, <laughs> so I can see why you kind of fell into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But okay, yeah, I, the reason I ask is because there are some traders who think that Bitcoin's a terrible long-term investment. They have no you know, need or want to hold it long-term, um, and they just trade it for the volatility. So just wanted to kind yeah. of get your... Well, I have, I have maybe a little bit different perspective on it because, um, uh, you know, I, I met, uh, or met, you know, uh, through Twitter as well, but I met Dollarfire um, uh, this year. Uh, talking about Algos uh, with his service, uh, the Trade Tosser, which uh, now runs through uh, Alpha Algo. 
Um, and I'm also in the, the Slack with uh, those guys. Uh, they trade options. They're uh, on a completely different level. They uh, they do ma macro uh, macro trading. Um, you know that uh, the stuff that I see coming by there is uh, really next level. So so different from what I do. Um, but yeah, uh, you know they see a lot of uh, a lot of risks with uh, the current uh, target two uh, system in Europe. Uh, the quantitative easing. You know, uh, what is your fiat going to be worth? You know, they're, they're not convinced in Bitcoin neither, but it's enough for me to at least keep exposure to it because it's, uh, I think it's long-term. Now, uh, it's still a bet, but maybe a pretty good one. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like there are, you know, definitely flaws that I see, but, and, you know, it all could fall to shit in my opinion, but I think just with the general landscape and the global economy and where things are at, and uh, even, you know, local economies that we've seen that have started to collapse, I think, you know, it would be foolish not to at least have a little bit of exposure to it. Yeah, don't put your life savings in it, but, you know, maybe a little bit. Oh, there we go. I'm glad I've finally got more rational people on this show. Uh, <laughs> the last episode I put out was with, uh, I don't know if you know, the quote unquote vile gang. Uh, but that episode was all just on, you know, rational investing and not being over emotional. Um, so it's mm -hmm. a breath of fresh air to have you on kind of saying the same stuff. Um, yeah, I also think if all your money is tied up in one thing, uh, you can't help but become emotional. You know, you start to sleep uh, rotten. Uh, I, I think it's just a, a bad influence on other aspects in your life. Yeah, completely agree. Um, so you, you briefly brought it up. You, you talked about your trading strategy. Um, so just moving on from kind of what you were doing before crypto and your current thoughts on the market. Um, can you just give us a rundown of, you know, everything that you've got going on? You know, can you talk about some of the indicators that you've put out and some of the articles that you've put out? And then can you give us a rundown of Alpha Algo as well? Because you've got, you know, a couple different things going on. So I just want to let my audience yeah. get a full perspective. All right. Uh, yeah. So I started writing uh, a couple of articles on Medium, uh, which was more about, you know, self-reflection because I was learning a lot of stuff at the time about uh, algo trading, about creating indicators, about coding. Um, and I thought it would really help me if I would just, you know, write some articles, uh, put it out there, you know, see what kind of feedback I would get. Um, and uh, you know, introduce myself a little bit on crypto Twitter as well to get into contact with uh, these other traders. Um, you know, I, I got some really good feedback. People liked the way I, I wrote. Uh, I got a lot of messages from people who uh, used one of the articles, which is more like a walkthrough on how to create your own moving averages uh, bot. Uh, yeah, it was, was really fun in general. Uh, and I wish I had some more time to pick that up again. Because I still have some ideas about uh, you know uh, different time frames, uh, how you uh, combine those. Uh, so a lot of good stuff, I think. Um, and then yeah, I also wrote a couple of uh, public scripts uh, so Sorry, people could use them. Before we get into the scripts, can you just give us you know the title of some of those, just so? You know, oh yeah, can... sure. Uh, so I have uh, one which is like an introduction into uh, uh, algo scripting. Uh, which uh, talks about uh, one indicator in specific, which is ADX, uh, which is a volatility uh, indicator, which one I really like. Uh, shows uh, strong trends in the 
the strength of price movement, uh, which can be uh, you know uh, a good uh, factor in one of your uh, algos to uh, decide to keep a position open or to close it. Uh, so that can be a trigger for something. Um, yeah, I ab absolutely love that one. Um, I also have one on uh, data selection. Uh, specifically, all the, all the articles are specifically about TradingView, but TradingView has some issues with uh, backtesting, and especially when uh, it uses future data to determine current positions, which is kind of like cheating. So you get uh, an equity curve, which is insane, but doesn't reflect reality at all. Um, yeah, so um, I had to check uh, which which the other one is called, uh, which I, oh, that's the walkthrough one. Yeah, uh, yeah. which just uh, it just shows in like I think uh, fourteen steps or something how to create your own bot, which is like uh, fourteen lines of code. It's really simple. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I do on the uh, on the medium articles, uh, and besides that, I wrote a couple of indicators that uh, combined a couple of them. Uh, because most of the traders on crypto Twitter are on the free plans and they can only add like uh, two or three. So it was quite uh, handy to combine a couple of them. Uh, and they still get uh, get used pretty much. Uh, so that, that was more like an exercise because, you know, when you're coding, it's very important to keep uh, practicing, keep writing new stuff, uh, you know, get your hands dirty, as, uh, as they say. Um, and when I got better at uh, at writing these uh, algos, you know, I, I started using them live. But I still had a problem that, you know, you have to sleep. Uh, and I needed something to babysit my positions when I was sleeping. So I started looking into Python. Um, and I, you know, I, I think I spent like two and a half months, you know, day in, day out, just coding in Python, just writing all sorts of little uh, scripts. Uh, one for scanning an email for an alert, one for making screenshots, one for making uh, or putting out alerts to a Discord server or to uh, Twitter or Telegram. Uh, so I had that, you know, all, all these little scripts set up and I opened uh, a, a Telegram channel to uh, put out all my uh, my bot alerts for free. Oh, and I, I got a little bit of traction and um, I picked up a lot more uh, techniques uh, uh, I made it uh, you know, more stable, uh, started opening it up to a couple of friends to test it, uh, started opening it up to more people, upgrading the infrastructure, uh, you know, on and on and on. And now uh, now it's quite a platform that, uh, you know, it's really robust. Um, you know, and today we're almost at 750 users. So that's uh, that's taken quite a, quite a flight. Yeah, man, it, it sounds like you have so much going on i don't know how you you know find time <laughs> to keep up with all of it um but i cruised through yeah, a well, couple i cruised through a couple of the medium articles i really appreciate you just giving us you know a couple of the titles so people have an idea of what kind of stuff you're putting out uh, and then you have your indicators and then alpha algo is probably the biggest one um and that yeah, user base is grows far. growing so I'm kind of moving on from what you're doing i kind of want to you know focus on algorithmic trading that's what i wanted the focus of this episode to be on um mm -hmm. so you you mentioned one of the indicators that you use pretty often uh but can you go into a couple other indicators that you use can you also mm -hmm. talk about just you uh, know 
what algorithmic trading is for some of my users or some of my listeners who don't really know what it is. And then mm-hmm. lastly, um, for people who have been writing scripts, um, can you talk about, you know, how you start writing a new one? Like, where do you start? How do you find that inspiration? What are some methods that you use? You know, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, I'll, I'll start with, you know, what is algo trading? It's um, using or creating uh, a specific set of rules you can uh, replicate at any time, which, uh, you know, is always watching the data and will execute based on those rules, you know, no matter what. Um, um, and I think that that comes to a, uh, you know, important part of, uh, you know, what, what is technical analysis? Uh, you know, a lot of people think that TA works, you know, well, you know, I have a different opinion on it. You know, TA is a tool uh, to backtest your strategies. Um, if you have, uh, you know, a set of rules like, you know, I, I want price to be above the 50 uh, moving average. Um, I want, uh, you know, uh, if you're working with uh, RSI, you know, I want that to be above 70. Uh, so it gets into, you know, the, the overbought uh, zone. Um, you know, you, you can have all these little rules uh, that you can easily put into a script and then you can just have an alert go off when all those conditions are met. But you can also backtest it, you know, through the years. You don't have to go with, uh, you know, a pen through uh, every graph to uh, to mark off when it was uh, at that, uh, you know, uh, when it, when those rules uh, apply to the market conditions. So it's uh, the piece. What what uh, algo trading mostly is is actually the backtesting, um, and backtesting on itself is a skill um, which has many facets. Because I think most people just use the backtester in trading view, uh, but you have different methods of backtesting, like the walk forward, which um, you know, might be a bit difficult to explain uh, in a podcast. But it is uh, using out-of-sample date. Um, sorry, I, I mean you use uh, the date within a sample. So let, let's say you take the the months January, February, and March. And, and uh, you test your strategy on that, you know. So there, uh, there should be a couple of parameters, a couple of settings that roll out of those tests, and then you use those tests on the month of April, but without having tested on April. And if your results are still good in April, you know, probably got some alpha. Um, uh, let's see. What was your other questions about uh, trading again? Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> you know, when, when writing up these scripts, you talked about, you know, under certain conditions, uh, you know, you can either set it to buy or sell when X, Y, and Z happens. So can you talk about yeah. some of the conditions or the indicators that you use most often when writing your own scripts? Um, you know, you don't want to give away too much, but um, I think yeah, just, very good. Like just a couple. <laughs> I, I know... Uh, it's All right. hard. I'll, I'll I'll talk about some of the the higher time frame higher time frame scripts um, because the low time frame scripts that's you know the those are very hard. Uh, there's a lot of noise, uh, and you have to find a way to get around that, or else your your bot will be buying every minute, and your account will be drained by trading fees. Uh, but if you go to the higher time frames, you know I, I think uh, one of the 
uh, best uh, things you can do in these uh, cryptocurrency markets is they trend a lot more than the FX markets. So you're not that bad off with using MAs. Uh, so you, you can use those MAs, you know, is price above, is it below? Uh, you can even use uh, Ichimoku, which is a trend system, which has a couple of rules on its own. Uh, you know, is price above the cloud, below the cloud, uh, where's the tank on, where's the cross? Uh, I'm not saying I use these myself, but, you know, it's a good way to uh, to get started uh, into algo scripting by using these because they're relatively simple. Um, and if you go into uh, very complicated indicators, um, you know, there's a, there's a book I'm a real fan of. It's called Rocket Science for Traders, which is by John Ehler. Um, and he writes, uh, or he used to work at NASA, I think, and he translated some of the concepts they worked on there into uh, algorithmic trading. So he has like this filter for digital signal processing, which is um, very hard to understand. Um, and that's one of the beautiful things about TradingView is uh, you, you can use those formulas and you can see live on your screen what they do. So that's, that's a real advantage. You know, PineScript is really great for prototyping, uh, I think. But if you want to get serious, you, you'll have to uh, you know, master a, a language like Python or Node. You know, obviously on this podcast, I try to get people on to talk about their secret sauce for success. And as a trader, you know, you definitely don't want to be giving that away. Uh, but you did talk about, you know, on a higher time frames, uh, crypto, unlike Forex, tends to trend pretty hard. So you talked about some simple stuff like, you know, just moving averages. Um, and that's kind of how you can get your feet wet in a sense um, on working on putting together these scripts. So for someone who's a little bit more advanced like yourself, uh, say you're working on, you know, developing a new script, where do you start? You know, say you're trying to develop uh, yeah. a new strategy. I just feel like there's so many different ways that it can go. What do you mm -hmm. specifically do to start working on a new strategy? Yeah, it was funny. I was, I was listening to your last episode with uh, Quan Fiction, you know, and he was talking about, uh, you know, data analysis, looking for inefficiency in the data which is a you know, completely different approach than uh, my own. Um, I actually uh, tend to combine a couple of indicators uh, or two or three, or I even did some, uh, some more, but it can get quite messy. Um, and I make an overlay with the chart, you know, and I, I mark off parts where the price starts to move. And then I try to find uh, some uh, evidence for that within the, the indicators, you know, see if they match, see if they can give, uh, you know, a signal that, or, or if both of them can give the right signal. Um, and it's very hard to find to find those, uh, but I have found quite a couple of them. Um, and in certain market conditions, you know, they work very well. So I have a couple of bots which I switch around uh, depending on what uh, what the market is doing. Perfect. Yeah. So I mean. You said your your approach is pretty different to quants, but I think at the end of the day, it is this trial and error kind of going through combining different indicators, overlaying it on the chart, seeing if you've yeah. got something pretty much. Yeah, and and not always indicators, you know, but yeah, you have to um, uh, you know try and find something 
with in the price you know uh, try and find um, some evidence of what's happening if it's too random you know you, you can't replicate it so you have to really uh, work so much with uh, these charts so much with this uh, data that you can also you know understand when something is worth noticing and when something is worth discarding completely agree and you know for everyone listening there are thousands of people out there doing this every single day so it's not something that's just going to happen it's not going to just fall into your lap there's a lot of work involved here um Mm -hmm. and a lot a lot of trial and effort um so i appreciate you yeah i I spent uh i spent like i think from no maybe november last year till july this year i spent seven days a week working trying to get better trying to find more edges working on the platform you know i uh, maybe i went to a birthday once in a while but uh, you know that's it It we're long days but uh, if you really want to uh, you know create some success you really have to go for it completely agree whether that's trading or you know just building a business um yeah or doing anything really uh, you're going to have to put in that effort. And I, I, you know, it, it's, I see a lot of people who trade part-time and it's more of a hobby. And I think, you know, this probably isn't something you should have as a hobby. This is full-time work. This is something you need to be dedicated to. Your money's oh, yeah, on definitely. the line. Um, so I just want my audience to understand that, that, you know, yeah, yeah you can make it a hobby, but if you're trying to yeah, make it yeah, your it's... income it's a lot of work trading and trading is hard you know it's uh and it doesn't come easy no completely agree um so i thank you for kind of giving us your secret sauce i know you kept a lot of stuff under wraps just because you can't be giving away your alpha um but let's let's move on um you know i like to ask all of my guests this what are you most excited for in the coming 12 months you know what's in your pipeline um, well, right now I'm uh, I'm really busy learning uh, uh, options, uh, which is something uh, you know uh, because I've been working with uh, you know uh, in, in that Slack with uh, Dollarfire and seeing that, those guys trade. It's just you know so interesting to me. I really want to uh, you know get a hang of that. Uh, so I'm following uh, uh, their course, which is really excellent. Uh, and you you get into contact with uh, terms and uh, they give strategies and you know it's there's so much uh, alpha in it it's it's like being in a, in a candy store um, it's just uh, so much fun to to be learning that um, so I'm very busy with that and I want to start running an uh, uh, option portfolio uh, next year there we go so quick uh, quick question because you said you got into yeah crypto sort of investing at first and then trading after that was trading cryptocurrencies your first market or did you have any exposure to traditional markets before that no uh, crypto is uh, is my only market Uh, i am looking at fx but it's mostly paper trading there we go okay yeah i just wanted to kind of get a general sense of you know your experience with different types of markets um anything else you got in the pipeline well the Oh yeah, sure, for sure. <laughs> sorry, sorry um, to cut you off there. If you, if you were trying to say something, uh, the, I have some exposure to uh, uh, for, uh, to FX. 
but it's also through a through a bot. So um, and it's not my bot. So that's uh, that just trades for me, uh, which is also on the Alpha Elbow. Um, so I, I want to get more into options. Uh, I want to go deeper into data science. Um, uh, I want to read some books uh, on that because I haven't had much time to read, uh, you know, uh, books uh, this year. More like articles, um, a lot of uh, YouTube videos on coding, uh, which really helped. Um, you know, uh, trading with uh, the PDF uh, guys, which has been a lot of fun and. Uh, really interesting to see all their different styles, uh, how they look at the market, uh, uh, how uh, many trades some of them take, how uh, few trades some of them take. And um, you know that's uh, that's been uh, that's been really eye-opening to uh, incorporate some of those uh, techniques into my own trading. Um, but yeah, mostly expanding uh, functionality for uh, Alpha Algo, uh, which I think is really important because. You know, I do have a real sense of responsibility for all those people using those algos. Um, you know, it's their money on the line, so the the systems have to be uh, working properly, um, and yeah, they have to have the best experience uh, possible. So I still have a lot of work uh, uh, in that, um, and yeah, just adding uh, more algos um, and a couple of more exchanges. All right, man, just like you're, uh, you know, what you've got going on now, it sounds like you've got a lot going on in the future. Um, mm -hmm. Getting into options will be a lot of fun. I guarantee that. Um, you mentioned, you know, learning more about data science and I just had Quant on. So you two, you know, you're both in PDF. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are talking <laughs> pretty often. Yeah. And then, of course, growing the business, growing yeah. off of Algo. So I appreciate kind of you giving us your, your, your next 12 months and what we plan to see from you or what we can hope to see from you. Um, I just wanted to wrap things up with one last question. And it's a two-part question. What's the biggest misconception uh, surrounding algorithmic trading? And then second part, which you can answer after, is uh, where can people start? You know, if they want to get into creating their own algos, they know nothing. What are some resources that we can throw at them that they can go check out? Yeah. Okay, so uh, you know, what's the biggest misconception? I think that uh, the misconception uh, about algo trading is that it's uh, supposed to be better than manual trading, which isn't necessarily necessarily true. You know, I, I think of algo trading as a different strategy. Uh, besides manual trading, just as you know, holding something for long term, uh, you know, doing some leverage trading with a, a smaller part of your portfolio, uh, you know, just diversifying in those strategies doesn't reduce your exposure to the market. But I think you know, putting all your money on one horse is actually riskier. Um, you know, algo trade of uh, yeah, the algo trading is. Uh, probably better at executing the same sort of predefined setups time after time and you don't have to be around for it you know which really can uh, can lift some of the mental stress uh, that comes with trading um and for people uh, that want to start with uh, trading i, I think so it's wait, actually very hard hold on sorry uh, yeah? sorry to cut you off there um but before we go into that second part of the question um you know i i see a lot of people shilling their bots on twitter and making these grand claims that oh my bot makes you know 70% a month or something like that 
and it's consistent, yeah. you're guaranteed to make money. Um, and I, I know that's bullshit. I know you know that's bullshit for the most part. I mean, like, uh, there are the outliers, and sometimes someone will have an insanely good month. Uh, but I just want my audience to understand that if you're seeing that kind of stuff on Twitter or being, you know, adver you're seeing it in advertisements, uh, take it with a grain of salt. Understand that if it's too good to be true or if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, I've just seen and heard too many people falling prey to these trading bots that people are trying to sell them. Um that aren't mm -hmm. profitable and they're making these insane claims that they are, you know, extremely profitable month after month after month. And that's just not what it is at all. No, you know, um, algo trading isn't necessarily profitable month on month. You know, uh, some of my algos have had a, a bad month. Uh, but you know, uh, especially when you look long term, they do stack up, you know, they, they manage risk, uh, better in a way because they're not emotionally involved. So uh, yeah, if you have a good strategy, you know, just uh, go for the long run. Uh, don't uh, up your leverage uh, to fifty or hundred, you know, because you're gonna get blown out. You know, keep it easy, keep it steady, keep it uh, you know low stress. Exactly. Um, and then but, I mean, so Quan also talked about you know the fact that there is alpha decay. And that eventually, yeah. you know, for the most part, bots will start to, or, you know, your algorithms will start to become less profitable. Yeah, yeah, you have to keep an eye on the, on the metrics, you know, uh, see if, uh, you know, what, what is also very important when developing these bots is uh, not only making the rules, but, you know, really understanding why they will execute at a certain point. And if you understand that, but you, you see uh, like a divergence in the results that you were expecting, um, especially with other tests you did before, you know, then you've, you've got a piece of decay and you have to intervene. So you have to think about, okay, so how I'm going to solve that part. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a continuous game of, uh, you know, getting that engine better and getting uh, more horsepower out of it or starting from scratch when it doesn't work anymore and uh, you know, think of something else. Exactly. Um, and then on to that second question, uh, you did talk about Rocket Science for Traders. Uh, that was a great book to, to pick up and read. Are there any other resources you have for someone who wants to break into this? Uh, I, I think the resources for uh, algo trading are uh, abundant, but also very flawed. Um, there is a subreddit uh, called Algo Trading, uh, which is full uh, of uh, physics students uh, with uh, machine learning, artificial intelligence bots, uh, you name it. Um, and it's 99%, you know, pure trash. Um, you just have to wait through the enormous and vast amounts of shit to uh, find something that, uh, you know, you, you can relate to, something that you can make work for yourself something that you're you know, willing to put the time in to investigate. Um, but you're not going to find, uh, you know, the golden egg somewhere. You really have to create that for yourself. There we go. I mean, are there any places that you found to be particularly helpful or any, you know, books or articles that really stood out? Um, no, for me, it was mostly, uh, I, I actually went uh, through the, um, when you go to the Pine Editor in TradingView, 
you can uh, get a list there of uh, all the standard indicators, you know, from A to Z. I went through every single one of them, you know, look at the code, see what makes it work, uh, actually understand it, reproduce it, combine it with other stuff, um, you know, uh, and if you run into an article, yeah, pick it up, read it. Um, but, and, and people definitely shouldn't forget, I think I mentioned this earlier, but, know actually look into backtesting it's a separate skill uh, besides you know writing those scripts uh, really understand backtesting how that works um, those two go hand in hand perfect there we go so yeah you talked about you know working seven days a week this is what you were kind of working on was going through and doing your own research you know that's a pretty common phrase in the industry yeah um, so I appreciate that and then I you know you talked I've most people I've talked to have said, you know, pick up Python first. You said that was what you picked up originally. Yeah. Uh, so just well, anyone listening. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing with Python is, is because it's uh, so widely used uh, exactly. when you're, when you're stuck with an issue and you, uh, you know, eventually everybody ends up on the stack overflow, which is like the, the help desk for uh, programmers that don't know what they're doing. You know, you can find every answer that uh, that everybody has run into. Now, if it's for uh, uh, finding how many decimals are behind the, uh, uh, how many decimals there are in a number, um, and uh, why your screenshot module isn't working, uh, there's so many stuff that everybody has run into once, uh, once or twice before. And uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a really interesting way to see how people, other people, solve it. And I think that only makes you a better coder in the end. All right, man. I I really appreciate it. Uh, you've gone through a lot. You've talked about past, present, what you've got planned for the future. You talked mm-hmm. about algorithmic trading and how you can get it, you know, kind of your feet wet with it. Um, and then how you kind of develop new strategies yourself. So, again, I thank you. Is there anything else before we go that you want my audience to know? Um. Yeah, maybe one more thing about the indicators. Uh, you know, there are uh, uh, categories of indicators. You have uh, leading indicators and you have lagging indicators. You know, so uh, RSI is supposed to be a leading one and MAs are a lagging one you know, because they, they're the average price of the 50 days before it, so it's lagging. Um, and some people combine leading and lagging indicators with each other. Well, you know, I, I suggest you really think about why that would be good. So, so if you have, um, you know, a leading indicator on one hand, which is supposed to tell you what's going to happen, and you have a lagging indicator on the other side, you know, uh, what would a mix of those two really, uh, yeah, well, what what would what would be the result of that? You know, is that something you can rely on? I don't think so. Perfect. Thank you again um, for all the information. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to snag a couple more of you PDF guys. <laughs> and uh, soon enough, we're going to have all of you on here giving away all of your alpha. Yeah, we, we call you our resident priest. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm always talking you guys up on uh, on Twitter. So again, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, You know, the show's for you guys. I make it for you guys. 
Um, and it wouldn't happen without you guys. So uh, I really do want to thank you for that. Um, and you know, if you found anything in this episode helpful or any of the previous episodes that I've put out, um, can you just do me a huge favor and leave us a review? Um, it would really help us out. Um, and then on top of that, uh, could you also share it with any friends, family, uh, anyone on social media? You know, if, if there's something that spoke to you in any of these episodes, I would really appreciate it if you could do that for us. Um, so thanks again for listening and uh, hope to see you next episode.